The Hudson, starring Jamie Dyer and Jane Grandel, brought to you by Southwaves Audio, specializing in audio and radio production for the South Coast and beyond. Also, be sure to check our website for local events, news, reviews, and interviews. www.southwavesaudio.co.uk That's www.southwavesaudio.co.uk bit of a situation at present. After answering the door in the middle of the night to a policeman, Harry was informed of a strange event. We pick up the next morning as the couple discuss events, among other things. Do you want some toast, dear? I'm not sure I can stomach it right now, I'm afraid. Maybe in a little while. Well, it was a bit of a shock, a policeman coming to the door like that. Yeah, you could say that. And we hardly got a wink of sleep last night, what with everything. I know. Well, it all started with your worrying, didn't it? What worrying? You know, all that wondering if the fake rogue, or whatever you want to call him, electrician was going to return or not. You were quite distressed about it. I was not. I haven't given it a second thought. You have. Before that policeman came, it was written all over you. Yeah, well, it didn't seem to matter much afterwards, did it? Well, no, that's true. I mean, when you called me down and we sat there waiting for him to speak, I didn't know what to think. Policemen are very good at doing that, or so they think. What do you mean? Well, they believe that by being so blank-faced, you can't read them, so it doesn't cause any worry. The only problem is, the lack of being able to read them causes more worry than it avoids. That's true. I was shaking like a leaf. Yeah, you and me both. Then when he opened his mouth, time stood still for a moment. Yes, it did feel like that at first. A bit of an anticlimax, really, when you think about it. Anticlimax? How so? Well, when all is said and done, it was something of nothing, really, wasn't it? What do you mean? Well, normally when a policeman comes knocking in the middle of the night, it's for a murder, missing person, or at least some kind of accident, not for the return of an old rust bucket. I thought you'd be glad to get your car back that you haven't owned in seven years. (laughs) It's a reunion, certainly, but not on the happiest of terms, I can tell you. I guess not. Finding it on the side of the road like that is a bit strange... Still, at least it wasn't anything too serious. A bit of disturbed sleep, but that's okay. It's not funny. I have to work today. I know. Which car are you taking? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I don't know how they could make such a mess up. I mean, seriously, I'd almost forgotten I'd ever owned it. I don't know how. It was the car you used to pick me up in. If that car could talk, eh? Yes, well, thankfully it doesn't. And hopefully we can find out who it belongs to. How will you find that out? Whoever owned it obviously never updated anything. Well, from what I remember, I sold it to a mate of mine. Robert, his name was. 
He used to come into the cafe sometimes. He'd been unemployed a long time or something, for some reason or other, and then suddenly he got a job interview. I'm not sure I've heard this story. Ah, well, he borrowed my car because his had given up, and... And so he borrowed your car? Yes. Are you sure you haven't heard this story? Absolutely positive. That was just a lucky guess. Right. Well, then he went to the interview and he got the job and... Kept the car? Sort of. He told me that he needed a car as the job was a driving job that required his own transport. And... They only gave it to him because he seemed to have a car? That's right. He was starting the next day and hadn't time to get another one, so I lent him mine and I walked to work every day. It wasn't really that much of a of a, a trek for me, so eventually I just sold it to him. Funnily enough, I haven't seen him since then. Do you think he still owns the car? I doubt it. The way he went at that clutch, I'm surprised the car is still functioning, if I'm honest. And yet, there it is, large as life. Yep. And I have to admit, it's nice to see it again. As with anything, I have fond memories of it. Like the time I took it on top of that hill. Do you remember that? No. Yes, you do. It was a hot day and we had to remove our tops, you know, for fear of overheating. Nope, that wasn't me. Are you sure? Absolutely positive. Are you sure you don't want any toast? No, I... Better not. I've just seen the time. Ha! I'll be late for work if I don't hurry up. Helen, I'm back. Oh, really? I wouldn't have known. Nice to see you too, dear. How was your day? Oh, the usual. Washing, cleaning, another phone call from the police. Oh, really? What did they want now? Well, following up from what they said last night. They're looking for its rightful owner now. I knew they were. That's nothing new, is it? No, but they did say that they would be collecting the car for evidence this evening. That's good. I'm not sure why they brought it here in the first place. Well, the logbook and details weren't up to date. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Still, at least the whole situation will be over soon, and it should be out of our hair, hopefully. Once that's done, that's the last we shall hear about it. <sighs> I'll get it. <sighs> We've held. Hello? Harry Hudson speaking. How may I help? Why, Robert Belfry. Is that you? My, my, it has been a long time, hasn't it? Nice to hear from you. That was The Hudsons, written by and starring Jamie Dyer as Harry and Jane Grandel as Helen. The announcer was Pete Lutz. The music was by Kevin McLeod. This program was brought to you by Southwaves Audio. 